<laughs> good ladies and gentlemen my name is k hall and i have a confession for you i am a music addict and i am joined here by two of my friends who are also music addicts uh i got my man rob in the building that was good and i got my girl what, what, what you going by this week low-key the variant okay and we got low-key the variant in the building yeah what's good y'all <laughs> So uh, before we get started, since this is our very first episode, um, all of us are are involved in music one way, shape, form, or, you know, one way, shape, form, or fashion. I think that's the statement. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's start with you, Loki. Like, tell us what, what you do. Well, I'm a, a producer. Um, I make beats. I like to do that um, as well as I sing. I rap and many other things. Um, I have a long history of doing music, um, whether it's solo or in a group. Um, so yeah, I, I've just been do, doing music my whole life. So that's Dope. who I am. Yep. Dope. And Rob, what about you, bro? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been doing music my whole life too. Right now, well, right now I'm mainly a mixing and mastering engineer, recording engineer. Uh, but yeah, I've been writing songs and I used to be an artist. I, I used to produce a little bit, um, maybe might get it back into that a little bit more. But, you know, now I'm just doing uh, on the technical side, recording, mixing and mastering, man. I love it. I, I've loved music from a young age and uh, it's a part of me. And um, what studio do you uh, mix and record out of? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So. We are, well, I'm recording right now out of Love Work Studios. Uh, That's where I am now. Uh, this is a family-owned, operated business. Me and my wife own Love Work Studios, man. So if you're in the Atlanta area, man, make sure y'all come through. Yo, we got that work. Hell yeah, yes, check sir. out. <laughs> yes, sir. And me, um, been doing music ever since I can remember. Uh, started off just writing. Um, then got into producing um I got into it heavy about 10 years ago uh, and then picked up engineering along the way. Um, I, too, work at a love work. So, you know, come through, book Rob, book me, book Sabo, book Tally. I mean, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of dope engineers. <laughs> there's like 20 of us in there, man. But every single last one of us are dope. So, you know, if you try and record, hit us up. Yeah, it was the place to be. It is. It is. So, yeah. Um so like I said, I, I started off writing. I do more producing than anything else now. Um, and yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. Um, Want to get into some other business ventures that involve music uh, that we'll roll out later. So without further ado, we got some, we picked the right week to start this off. Hell yeah. Because there's great. a lot going on in music right now. Yeah, a whole lot. There's a lot. Um. What y'all want to start with? We got three different topics that I think we're going to hit, and they all big topics. And actually, I think there's four now, yeah. considering that breaking news that we just seen. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you want to start with Aaliyah and then work our way to the more current stuff, or what's that? Yeah, yeah, let's start with Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Let's start with Black Ground. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah. as most of you know, um. Black Brown is the record label Aaliyah was signed to during her time. And um, none of their work was on streaming services. None. Right. None. 
so for a very talk- long time. For a very long time. So you're talking tank, you talking um Timberland. Timberland, well, well, Magoo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, the early work, the early work was kind of fire. <laughs> Yo, it's so funny when we can listen and get off lines and bars that we couldn't get off today. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I remember this Magoo line? Uh, I believe it was on one of the "Love to Love You," uh, the original of the remix. But this dude said, "I'm up in the cut, like gay niggas in butt." <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> like it's like now, like you would definitely be canceled for that. Yeah, sir. you can like, cancel quick cannot... for that, but that line was actually kind of fire. That, it's like one of those unspoken situations that it's just like you can't even bring that back to today. Nah, you just gotta let that one ride. And just... just gotta let that ride. The only t- the only person that could probably get away with saying that now is Lil Nas X. Like. Yeah. Yeah, because he's part yeah, of the community. Yeah. So yeah. He's part of the community. He could definitely yeah, say so that. He could yeah. get away with saying that. But uh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, who else was on um, Black Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton was on there, too. I don't mm. remember Tony being on Black Ground. Yeah, apparently she was on there. She got her start on there. Which oh, wow. I'm still trying to figure out how that could be because I thought that she was discovered by um, Babyface, Babyface and L.A. Reid. But I read something today, and you know I will double check it while we talk. But I read something earlier that said that Tony Braxton was originally signed to them too. Mm. So I don't know if she ever put out any music. And JoJo. JoJo. Yep. Really? Okay. Yep. I don't. Mm-hmm. I remember Player. Y'all remember Player? Yeah. Yeah. Play it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was my joint. <laughs> yeah. They had some dope ones, man. Hell yeah. Uh, um, they, they had some dope artists on, on Blackground. So you know. Yeah. Tony was signed to them after Aaliyah died. She did, signed did she to drop an album on them on their yeah. Libra. Mm. And was it was it held back from streaming like these other albums were? Yep. Really? Wow. I didn't realize any of that. Yo, that's crazy. So then that begs the question, is it really have did it really have to do with Aaliyah's estate? That's the reason why they held her catalog back from the streaming services, seeing as other artists Mm -hmm. also had their their music pushed, you know, from the streaming streaming services. So Really, it must have had to do with with some legal trouble, um, something in the background, paperwork wise, that uh, Aaliyah's uncle did not do correctly regarding their music. Yeah, maybe the Romeo Must Die soundtrack was on Black Ground. Man, there's a lot. Yeah, that was yeah. It had to have something to do with red tape. Or to. something that he did not do correctly, business-wise, that would cause for all of these artists to have music held back from being able to be streamed on all platforms. It must have been a distro issue. Or samples not getting cleared or something. I don't know. It's, it's, I have a different theory. What's your what theory? What do you think the theory is? Of, of course, I could be wrong. All right, so look. 
you know, we all, we all now, and I don't believe it was strictly about Aaliyah. I really, right. uh, like you said, all these other artists were being held back as well. I do think that it was a strategy involved with it. Um, I think it was just this simple. And and you can see it too now, like artists are streaming and what are they getting paid? Half a penny per stream? Like yeah. half a penny yep. per Okay. And so it's like, look, you love this music. If you love it as much, if you love this Aaliyah album as much as you say you do, just purchase it. Because the, the albums were available on iTunes, yeah. not on the streaming part, not on Apple Music. So you can still buy the Aaliyah album on iTunes, $9.99 or $12.99, whatever it was, and, and play it as much as you want because you, you owned it. Right. Right. You couldn't stream it. And, and, you know, we all know, you know, if you're the artist or, or the label, you know what I'm saying? Getting $10 to play my album versus getting half a penny is a lot more mo- like yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a thousand times more money <laughs> i mean like how that makes sense you know what i'm saying or if it's just a song that's that's you know 200 times the amount of money so right. it's like yeah like okay let me let me hold this back and everybody who don't have it that really want it you know gonna buy it i feel like um you know that now, makes sense I'm, I wasn't about to go buy it. I just, you know, I'm like, look, it'll it'll come on the radio. It'll play when it play. But, you know, um, yeah. but I think a lot of people did. I think a lot of people during that time where it wasn't streaming went out and purchased it. And even and I just want to say this, even with the artists right now that are coming out as like even independent artists, a lot of them are using platforms to where like they're not streaming their music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's the what's the uh, the website called? Bandcamp. Bandcamp, yeah, exactly. A lot of artists are just like I just I just uh, mixed the album for a guy, and he he decided, yo, I'm not going streaming. I'm come out on Bandcamp first day. I want to say he made like sixty seventy dollars on the first day. Yeah, because yeah. people are paying for the music and not just paying for a stream where they paying ten dollars a month to stream it or whatever, and right. getting half a cent maybe. Getting a rate, <laughs> man. Yeah. A rate, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen that somebody, I've seen a couple of uh, indie artists start to uh, use, what are they called, NFTs? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, I guess my thing is there's a better chance of me getting my music out to everybody if it's on streaming. Exactly. But if you, if, if you as an artist feel like, okay, this is my crowd right here. I'm not worried about trying to grow my crowd any bigger. Like this is my fan base right here and they're dedicated and you know that they're all go out and buy your album off of Bandcamp. Then I guess it's actually the, the wiser thing to do. Or if you have the right strategy, where as you use your social media as funnels mm. to point to your Bandcamp then you will still possibly be able to grab more streams that way too. Because think about stuff like TikTok. Think about, you know, Twitter with the uh, with the fleets and Instagram with the reels, things like that. Those, th- those platforms are there. Some people use it just to funnel to, you know, the specific site that they want that, you know, uh, audience to go to. Mm. Um, now, it's not immediate like iTunes, but at least you might be able to grab a lot of people doing it that way. You just have to be very creative with it nowadays. Um, but it's not impossible. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's also interesting because it's like, 
if you're an artist, right, and you are putting your stuff on the streaming platforms, unless you are uh, have have some kind of connections or doing some some type of marketing, um, and I, I really feel like paid marketing is the only way to really reach new mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Mostly you're going to only be reaching the people who already know about you, who already, you know, who are looking for you. Right. And, you know, um, unless you get on a playlist or something, it's not going to be like a lot of people just finding you because right. the, the streaming services aren't set up to, to lead people to you. That's you true. Know? And it's oversaturated anyway at this yeah. point. Like I, I think I heard something about maybe like, ah, they say like somewhere between 50,000 and 200,000 songs are released a day on the streaming mm-hmm. service. That's crazy. So it's like, yeah, it's like, it's way oversaturated and it's so easy to make a song. It's so easy. Anybody can record some in their bedroom and release it. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. I, even on the playlist, like, I, you know, you think the playlists are going to have like the hottest, newest stuff. And I was listening to a playlist, one of the hip hop playlists one day. And I heard this song and the the mix and master was so trash, but I was like, somehow they got this song on it. And it was, mm-hmm. and when I say the master, I mean like the thing was so low, like everything was like, you know, a good bl- volume. And then it was like less than half the volume of everything else. I blame DistroKid, but you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she, how did you say that and, let, and, and then let it like slide like not even <laughs> yeah i need you to i need they you just, to press they that. just like, let everything pass they just let anything pass through really on distro kid because awesome. a couple of, of songs of mine yeah they don't really have quality control with with distro kid you could just like it'll go through like that's it mm-hmm. um because i have i had put out some things too and i was just like you know the mix and the master is trash but let me see if this and it went through. And I was like, let me take this down because this is my brand. And I'm not going to do that to myself. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. You played yourself. You played yourself. <laughs> right. But um, what's crazy about, you know, Blackground is that them releasing Aaliyah's music was they said that it was as if it was just timeless. Basically, it was as if she had never left. It was her music was basically um, ahead of its time. And what I'm noticing now, and I may I may be wrong. Some some may combat me on this. Is that people are not making timeless music anymore? Very few, very, very few. few. Yeah, very few. You know, I think there's I think there's people here and there, but very few, very few and far in between. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, there's definitely some out there, but it's it's not. I you know, and I'm gonna be honest. There were, there were few even back in Aaliyah's time that were making timeless music. You know, right. what I'm saying? Like not everybody. Right. You know, uh, even you know, it's always it's always been an elite few, and we think that there was a time when everybody was making timeless music, but it's like most of those times we think back to we weren't there during those times, and there was mm-hmm. probably a lot of trash too that we don't hear. But mm-hmm. we, that's what, and that's why we never heard it. You know, we 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 hear the temptation. No, I like, don't believe that. No. Back then. <laughs> I you- believe back then everybody was making timeless. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way everybody was making no, fire. That, that's <laughs> only because <laughs> you know. All right, so like, I guess it depends on the era we're talking about because I truly feel like the '90s, like the early '90s mid 90s too i don't know what happened with late 90s 99 into the 2000s it was kind of crazy but 
I would say the beginning, the early 90s to mid 90s, music was just like, yo, what? Yo, amazing. There was amazing. Trash. There, there was, there trash. was trash, but there how some- much of that trash was being put like, you know, put to the forefront so much like the trash vanilla not- ice. Yeah, but that was not. Come on. Ice, ice, baby. Like we wasn't even really like. That song was huge. It was trash, but it was huge. I mean, but compared to the other legends that were surround, like he got cra- he got clouded by real music at some point, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I, I guess the point I'm making, even though the trash was there, what I'm saying is that it did not overpower the legendary musicians and artists of that day right because we can we can't remember that you know vanilla ice was doing music back then trash music but it's not something that was like so um i guess put to the forefront like how it is today like trash is is the standard (laughs) today <laughs> no is it though all right all right what are we what, are, is. what are we getting that by? are we getting that by radio yes okay I don't mainstream radio i don't think mainstream engage it by radio i don't i don't think radio is a good place to to gauge it i mean like if we look through history like radio you know I think I think we make the early '90s and the in the mid and late '90s nostalgic, and we and we think radio was so great and and the songs that came up and and I mean like if I pull up if I pull up the the top 100 chart for 1995, you are gonna see some songs on there. You are gonna be like, ooh, that song was like in retrospect, that song was trash. You know what I'm saying? Like he probably yeah. right. I'm gonna do it too. Go ahead. You, yes, if, please. If you think about what came up, like what played before the Temptations in the '60s, like what songs came on the radio before the Temptations came like, on? Some Tab fire Calloway. shit. And no. Calloway. Hardy, 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 Right. No, stop. Fire. There's a whole '70s soul playlist on um on YouTube. I promise you, I did not have to skip not one damn song. Because they play the classics on, it's a YouTube. They because put there were so the- many classics. They had so many. Years. It's 70s. It's 10 whole years. Yeah. They got plenty of time to make classics. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, that's if you look at the whole of, of 2010 and 2020, you could, you could put together a good list. You just got to look. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it depends on your definition of classics, too. Yo, look, look, look. I'm looking at the 1995. Stop. <laughs> the, the, the best singles of 1995. Yo, you you know what? All right. <laughs> yo, and I'm like, yo, how many of these will, will we listen to now? There's a bunch of dope stuff on here. There's a bunch of dope stuff on there. But there's some that it, I probably would offend people if I like pointed out that was trash. But uh, there is a certain song by Skilo on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that I'm just like, mm, right. <laughs> yeah, good. maybe not. Okay, but yeah, I mean, but either way, 
the point I'm trying to make is that trash was there, but it wasn't glorified. It wasn't like put at the forefront. You know what I'm saying? Like there was more emphasis on actual musicality um, than just making a record just to make a record. And that I I agree with. But I kind of also get what Rob is saying where he's saying like, really, you're only going to remember the timeless music. Yeah. So like 20 years from now, like our kids would be like, man, you remember in 2021 when such and such and such came out and this and that came out and they're not going to remember the trash. They're kind of remember the because a lot of people don't remember some of the dark days of the 2000s like yeah, I was do. some horrible music i was there yeah. <laughs> and you have to admit like things are better now than some of that stuff was like, yeah i can stuff. say that i can say we're and it's also because like i feel that because there is timeless music a lot of the newer generation are trying to recapture that mm-hmm. they are trying to recapture that and, in a way and I feel like there's some timeless stuff that is not being her- uh, is not being placed on that pedestal as timeless. Right. Uh, no. You know, that that really should be uh, placed on that pedestal, but but that we're not really honoring and, and you know, groups that they just didn't hit the they didn't hit the number ones. They didn't. Right. So not as many people know about them, you know, stuff like that, too. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So to close out this Aaliyah conversation. <laughs> her um yeah, they're they're going to end up releasing everything. Um they got some more Aaliyah albums and everything that's they even there's even rumors of a new Aaliyah album using old vocal vocals of hers. Um so that may be why all of a sudden He's agreed to do it because he may he may be like, oh, there's a chance to make some money off of this. I don't Didn't know. Didn't he uh, uh, partner or sign? Yeah, with, with Columbia. Columbia, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I'm just I'm looking forward to hearing some some more Aaliyah stuff. Uh, you know, my favorite album from her was the Aaliyah album. And oh, I think yeah. I think that drops like in a week or two on on streaming services. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And they yeah. they definitely milking the anticipation, but I'm with it. I mean, they've <laughs> been milking it for like 10 years. So right. Facts. They they tell us every every year some lie talking about they're gonna right. release it, they're gonna release it, and then they lie to us and then don't don't release it. But this time I believe they're gonna do it for real. Yeah. One in a million. Um is in the Billboard top ten right now, of course. So, so it's like, yo, like per the use. Her, <laughs> if you can get her some plaques off of it, you know, as do she it. deserves, as mm-hmm. she deserves more plaques. So they said that album never hit the top ten when it originally came out. So it's dope that now it is, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, where y'all want to go next? Do y'all want to go with go to TDE? You want to go TDE? Okay. Go to TDE. Let's go TDE. <laughs> Let's go TDE. I've been waiting to talk about this. Yeah. Um. So, 
A lot is K dot a lot. So <laughs> K dot K dot randomly. Oh, for those who you who don't call him that, Kendrick Kendrick Lamar randomly posted on Instagram for like the first time in four or five years. Um, right. And, <laughs> and it was just a link. And when you click the link, it took you to a page where he basically announced that he was leaving TDE. Such a Gemini. <laughs> it really is. He made but- it so he made it so like elaborate and nice and like here's a website that you guys are gonna go to to see, <laughs> and then you're gonna read this nice poem that I wrote because it's it was in poem form. It was, and it gave me. I remember you was conflicted. <laughs> Misusing your influence. That's how it sounded when I it was, was very pimple butterfly. It yes, was it very was. Pimple butterfly. <laughs> yeah. So he's, you know, they had um, there was rumors about this for a while that he was going to be out. Um, it started with everyone noticing. Wait a minute, his fourth album is coming up, and typically labels sign artists to four album deals. So they were like, hmm, maybe he's on his way out. And then there was the constant, like, just no music from him whatsoever. And there, then people started to have the theory, maybe Top knows he's on his way out and is holding on to try to convince him to stay, <laughs> like buying himself some time. Um, Top came out, said it wasn't true. Kendrick wasn't going anywhere. That's what he said last year. And now we have... Uh, then we've seen Kendrick has started something called PG Lang. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what his uh his profile says right now, founder at PG Lang. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And signed his uh signed what is uh baby Keem, his nephew or is his cousin? I think it's his cousin. It signed his cousin to the to it. So the writing was on the wall. But uh yeah, Kenny is K. Kayot or Kung Fu Kenny, he's he's out of there. He's out of TDE. Yep. Uh, this will be his last album with with them, and sounds like it's coming soon. Um, so we'll start with Loki, and then we'll go down to Rob. Like, how do you feel about K Dot leaving? Good job, Kenny. Good job. <laughs> applause. What's the applause sound? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up. Like, first of all. You did that. He already knew what the deal was for real. Like he already had it in his mind that he wanted to get the out of TDE. So I don't think initially that was like his feelings towards the label, but Kenny seemed like the person that he wanted to just move in his own um, direction. Mm-hmm. And he already had a vision for what he wanted to do. That's why he came out with PG Lang. He had a, a he has a creative way of doing things, right? Um, and I felt like, in a way, he needed to break away from TDE in order to do this, in order to be able to do this. Um, what I will say is, I feel like Top Dog is livid because Kenny was his bread and butter on the label. Besides Kendrick Lamar, y'all tell me who on TDE can fill those shoes right now. SZA. 
Nobody. SZA, I mean, SZA can be the the top person on the label. She's she's got that kind of following. But who the top person is though? She didn't. Yeah, I mean, who can be the top person? She said, "Who can fill Kendrick Kendrick's shoes?" shoes. Yeah, nobody. (laughs) (laughs) And every single one of his albums was was a hit. Every single one. Beyond. Beyond Every single one. Beyond a hit. So Isaiah Rashad, he's good, but he's not Kendrick good. Sorry to say that on the radio, but I'm sorry. You're not Kendrick good. You're great, but you're not Kendrick great. So right now, Top is in a bind. He don't know what to do with himself. It is what it is, though. Kendrick has fulfilled whatever was in his contract, and now he's free to do what he wants to do, period. And a lot of, a lot of artists don't get that don't get that far you know what i'm saying so a lot they, of they probably had renegotiation conversations on the table and everything kendrick was probably like nah y'all gotta let me go y'all not gonna pimp this butterfly mm. <laughs> mm. um i think it's i think it's very interesting because i feel like from the outside looking in i feel like kendrick and top have a good relationship um mm-hmm. you know so it's always interesting to me it, it to me it seemed like they have one of those family type relationships you know what i'm saying like like that's like you treat i'm gonna treat you like blood you know what i'm saying like one of those mm-hmm. relationships. and looking at that like you 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 feel like something like that is gonna be something to where like you know uh oh man you know we got some good stuff going you know, uh, I feel like Kendrick has poured into Top Dogs uh, to, to the to the to TDE. I feel like he's poured into the artists there and helped, you know, pull them up and develop them. And and like I feel like that whole situation is like a family. So here, like looking at this and seeing like yo, he out the door uh, is was a little bit of a surprise to me. Um, part of me wants to be like yo, like don't don't change up a a good thing. But then part of me is like, yo, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur too. So I'm like, nah, sometimes you want to be like, like Angie, like Loki said, free. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I really want to be free to do your own thing. So uh, I do feel like whatever Kendrick does is going to succeed. He's he's shown that he's super intelligent, super smart, uh, great businessman. Um, he and and clearly he's patient. I'm just looking at like his track record of dropping projects. He's patient. You could see he takes his time on the projects that he does, and you know um, how he drops them and and what he does with them, videos, all that good stuff. So um, you know, yeah, I'm I'm happy for him. I am concerned about TDE and what the future uh, of the label is gonna be, but I feel like they're gonna bounce back uh, one way or another eventually. Um, they might have to sign somebody that that's gonna end up being on that Kendrick level. I can kind of see reason eventually coming up to that Kendrick level, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but, but you know, what I'm saying I don't know. I don't know. Reason is nice, and I the new guy that they just signed is nice too. What's his name? Like, is it Ray something? Hold on, I'll find his name while while we continue to talk. But uh, trying to replace Kendrick, it's that's tough. that's it's- tough. That's yeah. tough. Super. 
And I don't think that's what they should be trying to do, by the way. I don't think that should be the goal. I feel like um, the goal should just be to continue making great music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And Ray Rom. Ray Rom. But the thing is that when 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 a lot of artists hear TDE, they associate it with Kendrick. Facts. For you know what I'm saying, for the most part, like, and so now you're gonna have a bunch of baby Kendricks out here trying to sound like Kendrick in order to get top to 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 notice them. You know what I'm saying? So like like, like JID. We're not going to do this <laughs> on this podcast, sir. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so I no. feel like no. the only other person that I would like to see on TDE is D Smoke. Hmm. It would make sense. It it would make a lot of sense. He has a Kendrick-esque, but he has his own style of rap, his own, like, way of doing things. And he be speaking Spanish, too, like, flipping back and forth, too. Like, so, real, real Kenny-like. And Sir is there, yeah. Sir is definitely there. Um, It would be dope to see them collaborate and do something dope together um, because I love Sir and how, like, just... His whole that that family is just a whole musical family as cousin, a whole. Their cousin Tiffany is a is a beast too. Yeah. Wait, who? Tiffany. Tiffany uh, I think her last name is pronounced Goucher. Is G O U C H E. She actually sounds like Mario. She sounds like Mario when she sings. Really? Yeah, because she has a very like like girthy voice. Pauls, uh, a very deep voice. <laughs> How do you pause on girth? Anyway. <laughs> Definitely got to pause on girth. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think that that would be dope if they were to um, get on the label together and possibly, possibly save the label. I'm not saying it's like in the gutter, you know, but I'm saying... For it for TDE to be um one of the biggest contenders that there ever was as far as like a record label, uh, a single rep- record label, um next to Dreamville, which they still like kind of are neck and neck. Um, and then for them to lose Kendrick, it's kind of like oof. Well, and that's and that's a big difference between Dreamville and TDE, is that um j cole owns dreamville right he founded dreamville kendrick didn't found you know so it's not artist owned um had 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 top you know came in and said you know yo like you built like we built this together like we're gonna bring you in 40 percent partnership or something i don't know i don't know you know i'm saying what what top would have been able to offer kendrick to keep him but you know whatever it was it's like you might have wanted to do that (laughs) right all the right. time, but not and not right before his contract is up. You know, you would have wanted to offer that a while ago, like long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I I don't feel like TDE is going anywhere. Um, you know, at least based on what I'm seeing, but um, they definitely need to find a way to um, you know, make that make that big money. Um, one thing that I'm realizing, man, about labels, you know, everybody talks about how how upside down 
you know, and, and backwards labels are as far as paying artists. And, uh, you know, one thing I'm realizing, I mean, like, look at all the people signed to TDE. Yeah. And only two that's really making huge money is SZA and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. So, so you need SZA and Kendrick's revenue to, to develop all these other artists and, and get their mm-hmm. advertising going mm-hmm. and do Kendra and SZA's advertising in there, you know. So it's, it's on one hand, it's like, you know, man, mm-hmm. like, you know, do artists right. And on the other hand, it's like, there wouldn't be no artists, there wouldn't be no, no label to do y'all right if we didn't that take a large true. cut, you know what right. I'm saying? So it's, it, it sucks, but it's like, yo, I, I kind of could see it. Like, especially looking at TDE right now, their roster is deep. Mm-hmm. They have it a is. huge roster. They do. They do. So... We last... haven't heard shit from Absol in, in a long time, so... Yeah, it's... it's I mean, it takes all of them years to come out with music, even though apparently... The music is already done and Top just holds it for no reason. This? Maybe a reason that only made sense to him. Wow. <laughs> or maybe it's like like Rob was saying, maybe it's a financial thing. Yeah, you gotta pay, you gotta pay to market each one of these. Yeah. How much, you know, uh, you know, a Kendrick album, you know, marketing might might cost you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, vid- videos plus marketing. Plus, you know, uh, you know, travel and all this other kind of stuff. You going and doing the, the Breakfast Club and these radio shows, mm-hmm. like, man. You know, marketing. You gonna spend, you know, four or five million easy. Easy. A Kendrick album, you know, easy. if not more. Easy. <laughs> you know, you gonna make it back because it's Kendrick, but you gonna put right. out a lot to, to market a Kendrick album. But then, but then J Rock come to you and like, y'all want to drop this album, and and it's like, it's like, yo, like. You know, like how much is that gonna cost me? And, and you got twenty other artists, and it's like, right. like even if it costs you half a million of artists, it's like mm. y'all gotta wait. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get this money back off of this Kendrick album, right? Right. And, and do the next person, yeah. Like, and and for those of y'all who you know don't know much about royalties, I know we we I'm getting into a lot, but no, like, no, you good. That's what this show's for. Yeah, like like that royalty, that first royalty check don't usually come to like six months after. Right. And, <laughs> and typically be small. <laughs> first one, the first one gonna be small too. First one's right. gonna be small. Man. Yeah. Look. That's something we did we don't consider, you know, as the consumer is who's always waiting to consume the music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we think that there's like it's just black and white, but there's a lot of gray area to why a lot of um, albums are just not coming out because a label has to, you know, kind of hold on to it because of financial reasons or whatever the reasons may be sampled in clear or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they won't, you know, put it out. It's just a, it's a waiting period. You know, they just got to get their paper right. Yeah. So speaking of Kendrick, we actually heard from him for the first time in, in several years. He, Him and Baby Keem dropped a song, Family Hell Ties. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dropped a song and dropped a video. Uh, We're going to start with Rob, see what he how he feel about it. Yo, so so the video, I'm going to start with the video, then I'm going to go to the song. I lo- well, let me just All say, right. that. I love the song. Like, the song was dope. Um, You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's one of those, is is it, it, I feel like it's one of those that's gonna grow on me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, but I but still already am like feeling it though. Um, the video was so different. It was a little overwhelming because, you know, they got the different, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, it's, it's a lot going on. They got different uh, screens up and stuff like that mm-hmm. and different scenes going on at the same time. Uh, so I'm looking at the different scenes, trying to figure out, all right, now, all right, what's going on over here? What's going on over here? So it was a little overwhelming for me, uh, but I did. I, I was like, yo, this is different. Like, let me check it out. I like it. I love it. Um, you know, uh, Baby Kim did his thing. Kendrick definitely did his thing. You know, I like the I like the beat switch up. Um, but yeah, I feel like they, you know, went off on that joint. And, um, you know, yeah, I was definitely feeling it. I like the energy. Loki? Everything I was motherfucking waiting for. Like, come on. <laughs> like, first of all, let's talk about like how Rob said, like the different screens and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's a that's a perfect definition of ADHD. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And that's dead ass. Like, if you're neurodivergent, like my ass, like, you just can't stay on one thing. Like, mm-hmm. you just have to, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like Kendrick is always, you know, talking about ADHD and thinking about, like, you know, different things at the same time. Like, that that was a perfect video for me. And then, yeah. of course, the song, Fire. Fire, fire, fire. I am a Kenny fan for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I will listen to this song on replay until the next, you know, mm-hmm. song, couple songs come out. But yeah, this is like, this. it kind of gave me the the feeling of the All Right song too. I can see that. I can In see that. Heart. I kind of got the feeling of Humble. Oh yeah, oh, humble. Yeah. Of humble and King's mm-hmm. Dead, because the way Kendra snapped at the end of uh, King's Dead is kind of oh yeah snapping on here, but like yeah. he got a chip on his shoulder this time around. Yeah, like my man started you said off the he verse came for blood. Like yeah, tired of these niggas. <laughs> Like uh-huh. he started off talking about smoking on your top five tonight. It's like whoa, wait. Kendra, you, you you started off like that? You right. talked about overnight activists and like he was Yo. going in. He was yeah. going in. Um, he was almost as tired as Lauren Hill was on um King's Disease too yeah. on that song. Like I was just like, "Yo, he's not playing. He did not come to play with these hoes. Did not come to play." Oh. <laughs> what was with that dance he was doing in the video? Like <laughs> that, that no. dance he was doing was wild. <laughs> no, him and Baby Kim was wilding. Like y'all see Baby Kim in there punching the air, like. <laughs> but I couldn't even hate it because I was like, "Yo, the song is fire!" So do what you do, cause. Like, you know. <laughs> Yo, they was they was having their own tribal moment. They really yeah. were. Yes, I and love. I love- Love to see it. Yeah. You know? I, I love to see it. And I can't I wait to like, see more. Right. I feel like this is just what we needed to know. All right, Kendrick's definitely coming. Mm-hmm. It was a good appetizer. Coming. Yeah. And let you know that time off, there ain't no rust there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ain't no rust there. Not so, at all. So, yeah. Um, did we Sizzle. want to mention Scissor? Yeah. We have to. It's not a choice. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna let Solana, you Solana, Solana. 
I'm let you take the lead on that. That's her name, Solana. Yeah, let <laughs> let us uh let us know what happened with Scissor. Now, now help me out too because I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I need to find these lyrics. <laughs> yeah, man, like Scissor decided to drop a secret project. Well, it wasn't a project, it was just like three records. Lucy's. Three Lucy's she gave us on SoundCloud. Uh she posted it. Um, I think it was last Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, um, on her Twitter page. And I would honestly say 50-50. I'm 50-50 on it. Now, the reason why I say that is because it sounds like deleted scenes from Control. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Like songs that were not were supposed to be on Control, but were not chosen for controls kind of like how kenny came out with the um untitled album um but it wasn't bad none of those uh deleted songs or songs that were not on his album Mm -hmm. um were horrible they were amazing songs they just didn't make the album right um i feel like those three were supposed to be on control at some point and it just didn't make the album um, I love it, and I think that she was smart for releasing it to uh, SoundCloud so that her fans can know, like, hey, I got y'all. I know y'all been waiting. Here's something for y'all to snack on while y'all waiting for my album. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, now, as far as us waiting for this album and what's going on with TDE, we go back to that same conversation about what's causing the delay. You know, um, whether it be financial, we we have no idea. We just sitting here talking shit. But the only person that understands and knows what's going on for real is top. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So all we can do is wait. But I'm really glad sis did that. Um, I hope that she she drops some more um, deleted (laughs) songs. I wouldn't mind. Go ahead, drop that shit, sis. What's it sitting on your computer for? I hope that she don't get in trouble for it. I don't think so because it's not... Um, it don't seem like something that she would get in trouble. She didn't release it to any like major platforms or anything. So not, not sure how that works when it comes to um, releasing as a, a artist on a label. But shit, she did it. Man, I, I mean, I feel like labels are going to feel like they own you when they have that contract with you. Like, I mean, and in a way, it's like musically they do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, if we have this agreement, this contract, and you put this music out. Now, I'm all for free artist freedom and stuff like that, but I'm just speaking on what the label might feel like. Right. And they might feel like, you know, you, we have an agreement that you put out music with me, and it's a partnership, and then you drop some singles on your own as that cuts a, me out completely yeah because nobody's getting paid off of this it's on soundcloud you know what i'm saying so uh, you know right she's not allowed to get uh, i don't think uh paid for these nobody's getting paid for these so it's like yo i had a plan in mind i had this i had this or i had this marketing set up for you and we was gonna wait to this date and you know you just you did this so you know it, trouble i don't know about getting in trouble but somebody could be very mad. I could see somebody being upset about this. <laughs> yeah, I could see that too. I could yeah. see top like 
God, I'm having the worst week ever. <laughs> like right, Kendrick right. announces he's leaving, and then SZA just gave out some free music. Like ah, so. you know, I think it's also she probably went in. She probably, and this is just me speculating. She probably did have a conversation about renegotiating her contract, which a lot of artists do after a certain amount of time. Um, and especially if they're probably not seeing what they would like to see out of their career. Mm-hmm. Um, probably had a conversation with Top and was like, hey, I'd like to renegotiate my, you know, my terms. And it probably didn't turn out so well for her. Um, and that's not, again, I'm speculating. Um, not something I think that actually happened. I just, you know, it could have been something that led to her dropping <laughs> three songs behind a back um ret- artist retaliation or whatever the case may be um that that would be something that could hurt him but she probably did it on purpose <laughs> she probably did it all like like yeah um here you go you tried it hey. moving on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, you think a new Scissor album comes out this year, or no? No. <laughs> I I, w- I would I would honestly be a little surprised if Scissor dropped this year, especially it's it's already we're going into the fourth quarter, right? Or I mean, we're in the, well, I guess we're in the third quarter, but we're you know is the fourth quarter is coming quick, and I'm and I'm pretty sure Kendrick is dropping so. Hell yeah. 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 Um, you think so we already leave? saw how Isaiah Rashad's album went, so oh. you, you think you think SZA leaves TDE? I think so too. I think the yes. moment she can get out of there, she's gone. Yep. If if she's able to buy herself out of the contract, then yeah. Yeah. Uh, or uh, find somebody to buy the contract. Right. <laughs> So we got one more uh, topic to talk about, and I think it's going to start off talking about one particular rapper and then spread to talking about several, especially one light-skinned rapper from Canada. <laughs> so <laughs> um, we still don't have Donda. Um <laughs> The question is, do we want it? Oh. This is a glorified grift, okay? He is grifting, (laughs) okay? He's, I... He is a grifter. (laughs) Listen, Kanye is the only individual who would come out with a line of clothes that make people look homeless and charge... $5,000 or more for that shit. And people actually bought it. But he's a grifter. He he understands the arts of... Grifting is an art. Okay? It is. It is. And he definitely found his place in the art of grifting. (laughs) Okay? And so that's what I feel he's doing. Yes, a billionaire grifter. I'd say most billionaires probably are, are grifters at heart. That. <laughs> I mean, they, they got they got to be in a billionaire. They got to be. 
Um. So, I will say this. Um. There was the, as you know, there was a, a another listening ses- session uh, in Chicago. Uh, I actually stayed up to 1.30 in the morning watching it. Um, and there's a lot that I can talk about from that, and I will. Uh, I'll get around to that after uh, we hear from Rob. Um, each time I've heard the album, it has changed a lot. So he's working on it. He's doing work to it. There's artists being added to songs. There's artists being taken off. Like I wrote, I was taking notes while I was uh while I was watching it. So Pusher T was removed. He, he was on the last one. He removed Push's verse. Um, he added the baby and removed Jay from a song. Yeah, that Jay Z verse is gone now. Um, he removed Kid Cudi. And replaced uh, Kid Cudi with, um, it's, I think they said it was like the theme song from, or it was a song from like a cartoon. I didn't recognize it, but yeah. He, um, he added the Lauren Hill sample that is butter. Like, just butter. But I don't think Rob likes This is what it. I feel <laughs> like this man is doing, okay? This man... Is gonna keep changing the songs, right? Because he knows that he can continue on on this journey of grifting. I mean, it's touring an album that hasn't come out. That's actually kind of it's smart. It's it's smart. the smartest shit I've ever. Smart. I never said it wasn't. <laughs> that shit is smart as hell. And because he's changing the songs, people are going to tune in exactly to the live stream. Exactly. It's a, it's nope. the perfect grift. Nobody ever said con men weren't smart. <laughs> this shit is the smartest shit I've ever seen. Like I was like sitting here like, yo, this man really made a tour off of a listening party for an album that did not come out yet, my nigga. Like, yo, I've con never men- heard of anybody doing that. So, here's one thing about grifters and con men. Then I'm gonna get back to Kanye. <laughs> Okay, con men don't do it for the money. They could do anything in the world. They're very smart. They do it to see if they can. That's good, yeah. And I'm not sure if that's what Kanye is doing right now, but I'm tired of it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He said, I'm through. I'm tired of it. I I am, and and I'm going to be straight up, I'm a Kanye fan or you know of his old work i started listening to kanye in 03 when college dropout came out you know what i'm saying yeah like and and i've loved almost all of his work until recent years but uh but i listened so i didn't watch the uh the the listening party um live uh but thanks to kevin i was able to hear uh some good um pieces from it um and, you know, I'm going to be straight up. This album, majority is not for me. Um, there are some dope lines and bars in it. There's some dope verses in it. Um, it's a little too abstract for my taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beats are extremely minimalist. And I don't, and when I say minimalist, I don't mean like, like few tracks, because I don't mind few tracks, but make the few tracks that you're going to use slap. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the type of person, like, just just make it slap, you know what I'm saying? So um, it's not what I from what I heard, I've only I probably listened to 10, 10 tracks so far. I'll be honest, the Lauren Hill joint so far, that was probably my favorite one. That yeah, one that, actually was yeah. a vibe to me. That's the that best was, one. That is, is the that best the one. The whole album? To me, that's it was sad. when I heard it. When I heard it during the listening session, I was like, "That's it." He that's, that's, he better stop. He better stop messing with that one. That's it. That's a that could be a hit. Yeah, that's sad because for for Kanye for what I expect from Kanye, that was not even. It was it was dope. It was great. I loved it, but like that shouldn't be the best song on his project. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I feel like he keeps changing it, which is why I feel like after he keeps changing it, eventually people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I didn't like that last one. I like this one. All right, cool. He going to keep that one. Then it's just going to it's going to be a little cycle (laughs) for a little while until he finally says, all right, cool. This is the finished product. But he's still making money in the process of doing it. Yeah, which is smart. It's smart. It's very smart. I I can't even put it, you know, I can't even say nothing about it, bro. Like, (laughs) Does this this hurt his legacy in you guys' eyes? Not at all. Not for me. Because I kind of... Even though everybody's irritated that... Even though everybody's irritated that the album hasn't come out yet, I'm enjoying hearing these different versions of these different songs. It's like... Yo, he changed up a lot. Okay, this is dope. Oh, I liked it better last time. Like, I'm kind of enjoying that because I feel like I'm going along with the creative process. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I look at it. But I <sighs> have rose-colored glasses. You think he give a fuck about you liking his the creative process? No, I ain't don't give a I'm, fuck. I'm <laughs> talking about what I how I feel. You <laughs> don't, don't know or care about me one bit. Man, Kanye, Kanye don't care about nobody keep... but Kanye. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Listen. Look, man. Like Kanye I'm... be uh, raising my blood pressure, bro. Like, He's one of those children. Like, mm-mm. like, listening to this project at home, like, before this podcast, I listened today before this podcast, and I it was I felt like it was putting me to sleep. I oh, felt like I was no. like, I I was listening to it and I was like <laughs> looking for something else to do. Like, all right, well, let me read this. Like it was so boring to me. Uh you know what verse? All right, so so and can I say this? Um, this is kind of a sidetrack, okay? You know what verse I actually liked? What's <laughs> that? I actually like the baby's verse. The baby, <laughs> the baby snapped on that mug, man. Yo, I cannot, I cannot confirm nor deny. Yo, but check this out. Though. Was ridiculous on, on it. Here's how I feel about it, though. Here's how I feel about it because he mentioned being canceled and people taking food out of his baby's mouths and stuff like that, his daughter's mouths and stuff like that. And I was just like, nigga, no, you took food out of your daughter's mouths. <laughs> But the way he did it, though, the way he said it, he snapped. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like you know, like, and and he need to he need to stop going back and forth with this apologizing. Like, look, man, like, 
Like, just apologize, leave it, and and move on and, and keep pushing. But anyway, that's my little sidetrack on the baby. I got more to say about him, but we ain't talking about him right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you're right. I agree. The baby did snap. I actually liked a good bit of the songs. There was some that I was like, yeah, I could do without. Like, you could cut that and, and make this a more lean project. But some of the songs on there, like, that um Must have been off the track. grid no no uh, track i think it was like the third one off the grid that had um uh, off the grid was straight yeah it was straight it had that drill it had that drill beat to it was it was it kanye level i mean if we're talking prime kanye i don't think he's ever gonna reach that level again like why can't he if if if, if jay-z can still do do cra- be do be crazy creative and make this stuff. If Nas can, why can't Kanye? He younger than both of them. That he is. Um, he's just not that person anymore. So he, that's why I, I, it ain't got to be the same. But why can't he make something that we could all love to listen to? I don't. I. I mean, and it, and it is a lot of people. I ain't gonna. You know, let me not even say that because there's a lot of people that probably will love to listen to this project. I don't understand why they would. I can't. <laughs> I can't with this project so far. Like I, I've listened to like half of it, and I just can't. I'm just like, yo, this is, this is, like, this is Reggie. Like this is this is bad. Um, Not and, Reggie. <laughs> yo, he said yo, it's mid at best. <laughs> mid at yo, best. This project, Kanye could have got beats from YouTube and made a better project. Oh no! I mean, so. <laughs> It, it was it was stripped down. We don't know if that's how the production is going to sound by the time it comes out. That's true. Um, I definitely think Rick Rubin probably had his hand involved because it was very stripped down. And typically, when you hear something very stripped down, like he's had his hand in it. But see, Rick Rubin normally his stripped down stuff be fire though. This ain't ain't nothing I heard on here was like. Fire to me, like right. It was stuff that was like mid, but it, like the Lauren Hill joint was like above, above mid, but everything else was like mm, all right. That whatever. Lauren yeah, Hill I mean, might be the best thing he's put out since Pablo, since the Pablo album. That's what I'm saying. Like, how long ago was that? Like, like ain't nothing. Like that was Pablo wild. was like 2016. That was 2016. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 2015. Yeah, so- 2016. Like five years, like mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like it ain't it ain't hitting for me. It ain't it ain't hitting for me. I'ma say the same. It's not hitting for mm. me yet. Um I did hear the baby's verse and I was like, he could rap. We all know that. Um yeah, I I was expecting a little bit more from Kanye, definitely. Um, I I still want to see what else he has, you know, under his sleeve. But <sighs> I think we're we're wanting that Kanye to come out that we know we know could put like some dope ass shit together, like that Lauren Hill joint. Yeah. Why can't every song be like that? Like, why does he have to be on this weird, like, 
roller coaster journey circus slash um whatever it is that he got going on i feel like he needs to um and i don't want to misinterpret somebody else's art you know what i'm saying like this is his art and maybe that's just how he wants to present it to us however how it's being received it's it's split 50 50 some people like it some people don't um i'm one that you know i grew up on kanye um again college dropout um i became a producer because of kanye you know um yeah sampling yep i love sam i love to sample some shit that's that came from you know listening to kanye's beats you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying um so now me as a producer i don't i don't rush to kanye's new shit to uh for inspiration anymore you know what i'm saying i don't rush to any of his recent shit for inspiration um and it's it's just you know it's it's a change like you can it's a very distinct change in how he's doing music now than how he did before and hey people evolve people change so um sometimes i would hope yeah sometimes for the better you know what i'm saying sometimes not but um i i do hope that you know whatever the final project is is way better than whatever i just heard we can hope <laughs> we can we can hope well um, well let me ask this um we talked earlier about the stem player so um and i'll explain to the listeners what that is so like um basically kanye is charging 200 dollars so that when the album comes out you can get a stem player and i don't know if it's online or what i'm not sure if it's an app or what but um the stem player you can actually play and take out pieces of the music so like if you don't like the bass line you can take out the bass line for a certain part and put it back in or take out the vocals and just listen to the beat or or take out the drums or take out you know the synth or the guitar or something like that yeah um and different parts of the song and kind of almost kind of rearrange the song in a way that you would like to hear it played um, and it's a handheld device too oh it is a handheld device the handheld device i figured yeah. it was gonna be an app but um you know what do y'all what do y'all think about that uh i i don't i don't know <laughs> i think it's freaking dope um so it's gonna you, is it gonna be a DAW or is it gonna be like a FL studio? No, like? it's it's its own little gadget. Like, cause you know, I've seen like a lot of people was like, well, why not just like release everything tracked out? And it's like, well, because you gotta be a producer to get your hands on that and dr- drop it in a DAW and everything. But for the people who they don't do anything like that, like to have a little handheld where you can be like, hmm, I don't like Kid Cuddy's voice on this one so let me go ahead and just remove him from this this song or i think the baseline sucks on this take it out or i think this needs a baseline put it in like that's dope that's dope this makes me mad <laughs> <laughs> why does it make you mad because i didn't think about some shit like this right <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been dope to invent that first yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> now oh, now man. when you pay two hundred dollars for it for the actual, if it's a device, I might. I mean, um, um 
Is it is it solely based off of his album? That was going his... to be my question. Because yeah, that you... would determine whether I would pony up 200 for that. If I can use it on like like if he was marketing it to like artists as as it goes and like as time goes the library of albums you can do this with grows, I probably would be inclined to to, to drop the 200 on it. No, nah, that's fire. So, I'm not even so going like, The next album comes out and then it's available on there for an additional $100. You, it'll download to it or something like that? No, no, not for an additional 100 Like, if I drop the 200 like, I should, oh, I should it, be it good. Like, like, Kanye yep, album. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you you every know? album that comes out from here on, we need the stems for that. <laughs> and not just Kanye. Like, that's what I'm saying. It needs to be something where it's like, okay. This is going to be marketed uh, to other artists, so it's like maybe Little Babies in this album will be on there. You know what I mean? Or and we could take out those them SpongeBob uh, bass lines. <laughs> See, some somehow I don't feel like Kanye's on that tip of thinking about it like that, but he's a genius and a businessman, so he might be thinking about it like that. I don't, I don't know if he got it set to where you can add other stems to it, though. I don't know if he does. I would, I would drop the two hundred. And actually, because I have a, a son who is wanting to go into music, I would definitely get him something like this for Christmas. If, like, I knew, okay, down the road, Beyonce's album's going to be on there, you know, Jay's Nets album, that, you know, if there's another Watch the Throne, it's going to be on it. Like, yeah, I would. I'm curious would to too. know how it works because it looks right now to be very confusing. Um, I think I think I can see how it works. So, you know, and, and y'all can look it up, those of y'all listening, but um it's basically a, a white circle, kind of looks like a Google Home Mini. Mm-hmm. And it has four sides, uh, four four notches kind of groove, four grooves kind of pushed into it like a plus sign kind of, and then a, a circular button in the middle. And um it looks like the red is gonna it's kind of a touch uh device and the red looks like like a meter like it's turned all the way up so each of those might be a stem okay pull you know you might touch and pull back to turn it down or to turn it all the way off it'll drop all the way down or something else but that's what it looks like at least but i'm thinking you're gonna need more than four stems unless they're just gonna do like drums bass yeah that's what i'm thinking i'm like is that is that why it's stripped down like that the songs are stripped down like that oh i didn't even think about that that's probably I why. I didn't even think about that. Me music for a stem player that I'm not gonna buy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me music that's specialized and, and curated for a stem player that I'm not gonna buy. <laughs> I mean, if the purpose of People don't make much money off of music anymore. So if his sole purpose in doing this is to get this off, it would make sense. It would and make he sense. Will. Hey, he, he would will do something get like it off that. too. Period. Because them players because people will buy them just for the novelty they don't even even if they don't listen to it but for the first week and play around with it they're gonna put it in a drawer mm-hmm. it's there for years mm-hmm. i'm gonna buy it because kanye sold it i got the yeezy stem player just like they do the jackets and or mm-hmm. buy it and then try to sell it for two grand mm-hmm. yeah like they do with the yeezy shoes and the jackets and everything else yeah them yep. ugly jackets. <laughs> <laughs> They are ugly. 
They ugly as man. They ugly. Oh lord. I don't, I don't know how he convinced Gap to do that. How did he convince any of these people to do the things that they've done to buy his shit? Like the things that he has as far as clothes, clothing line. He's had things, a lot of misses. Some things have been dope. Some things, but. But he uh, yeah, I like misses. I like some of the Yeezy the yeah. uh, Yeezy sneakers, but like yeah, he has had some <laughs> He's had some nasty misses, but yeah. you know, he when you hit the ball out of the park a lot, you know, people are more likely and more willing to hear what you have to say. Because yeah. I don't know if y'all remember when he tried to get off that Donda video game, and it was like. The video game was based on trying to fly her to heaven. No, I didn't. If, if y'all could see my face, yeah, yeah. Like so, I mean, he's he he really went out there and tried to market that to some different video game companies, and they were like, no, <laughs> you know. But it's like you're marketing your that, grief, right? Bro. But for them to even give him the space to come in and try to pitch it to them. It's because of how many times he actually hits the ball out the park. Because if I got a call and somebody was like, so check it. I'm trying to create this video game, right? Where my mom's an angel and you're trying to fly her to heaven. I'd be like, I don't think that's going to sell, bro. Like, I, I just, you know, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think Kanye has a lot of people around him that tells him no. He obviously doesn't have anybody around him that tells him no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he has that. And, and that's sad um i and i've known people who have who have said like i don't want no yes man around me but then punish the people who tell them no right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know or or uh reprimand the people that tell them no Mm -hmm. i feel like uh that might be the kind of situation kanye is in and you know um you know when when somebody's paying you a hundred grand a year to to walk behind them and carry a bag and and to throw ideas off of you you know what i'm saying like it's hard to say and you know it's hard to say oh that's a bad idea you know know, most most uh billionaires are narcissists so um you know unfortunately that's that's just how some people got to be in order to get get to a certain place i guess in life um that's why some people need friends that are just on the same level as them. And I think Jay was like that friend for Kanye, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like same level. I don't have, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't I don't stand to lose anything by telling you the truth. The truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll still be able to feed my family and everything. else. I'm not taking a dime from you. I'm mm-hmm. your friend because I'm your friend. So I can tell you that shit is stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like and. Mm-hmm. Once him and Jay fell out, it's kind of been downhill for Ye since then. Like, he's done some really crazy stuff since. Yeah. So, you know, that was probably that one person that could be like, hey, don't do not do that, bro. Yeah. Damn. And now it's, it's kind of like, I mean, for the most part, I think we're trying to give Ye the benefit of the doubt and hope that he's not so far gone that he can't, you know, kind of redeem himself through his music but it's just like bruh yeah you well, gotta, we're, gotta come better to that right? <laughs> well we're gonna get ready to get out of here but before we go 
you can't bring up Kanye without bringing up Drake because they both Drake. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> You can't bring up Kanye without bringing up Drake right now because their beef has really exploded lately, and that was squashed. That was squashed. That we thought was squashed. <laughs> that we thought was squashed, but then it's popped back up. Um, I had a theory for a while that Kanye didn't want to release Donda because he was afraid that. Uh, Drake would come out on the same day and steal his thunder. I've had that theory for a while um, because Drake is petty enough to do something like that. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I thought that it was the other way around. I thought that Drake was not putting out his album because he knew that Kanye was trying to release on the same day as him on purpose. That's what I heard. Well, because Kanye had a different release date until he heard what Drake's release date was. And then he paused and was like, hmm. hmm. Maybe they both have the same thought. <laughs> They're both planning to do it to each other. And that's why um, apparently after the last listening session, it, the album was supposed to come out on the 27th, and now they've pushed it back to September 3rd. Now that it's supposed to come out on September 3rd, we got this whole situation where they're like, okay, um, Drake has pretty much hijacked yeah. <laughs> Sports Center on ESPN to show a small cardboard sign that says Certified Lover Boy is coming out <laughs> September 3rd. After, was so petty. Yeah, after it was announced this morning that Donda's coming out on September 3rd. So I'm like, I personally feel like they both were waiting to get the other one like that. Um, they're assholes there, to each other. There's been so bad. much going on, too, from like Drake sneak dissing him on Trippy Red song to Kanye releasing Drake's uh, Ad address <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> Yo, and I'm gonna be honest though, I think they're both enjoying this because it's creating uh, anticipation for both of their albums. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and it, it's technically free marketing for both of them. Like, exactly. It just perpetuates free marketing across the board. Like, I mean, you know, and I think I feel like both of them are artists to the point where they don't need marketing. You know, Drake is mm -hmm. big enough, yeah. like, he could drop un you know uh unannounced Kanye's big enough he could drop unannounced and everybody will be tweeting about it the, the moment it drops yo did y'all see Kanye drop, mm -hmm. drop, drop you know what I'm saying like you know uh so yeah I feel like at this point they're just helping each other and and you know laughing all the way to the bank <laughs> yeah right yeah. so I don't know um quick question then we're out of here Kanye uh Kendrick and um, Drake all drop on the same day. What order are you listening to those albums in? So at first I was going to say uh, save the best for last, which for me, that would mean save Kendrick for last. Mm. But because it's not food, it's an album. <laughs> and I can go back. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to say I would listen to Kendrick first, then Drake, then Kanye, and then when I hear how mid Kanye's album is, I go oh back. Oh my god! 
I'm fucking weak. It's rough, man. What about what about you? What about you, Loki? Um, I would say Kendrick. Kendrick. Kendrick, like Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> no, let me stop. Um, so I say Kendrick, then who? Hmm. Let me think on it. Drake, and then Ye. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go Kendrick. We haven't heard from Kendrick in years. I want to hear what he has to say, and he's like my favorite rapper. Um. Then I would go to Kanye just because I never know what I'm going to get from Kanye. Never know. Like it, it, what we get on the third might sound absolutely nothing like what we heard last night. So I would go to that because I'll be intrigued. And then I would go to Drake because I, at this point, I know what I'm getting with Drake. I know it's going to be good. That's fair. Yeah. I know what I'm getting from Drake at this point. It's it's you know it's going to be some songs that they're going to pop off well. Mm-hmm. They're going to go well. There's going to be uh, Caribbean teens Drake, and then there's going to be UK UK Drake. You Not know? on your head top. <laughs> so I already know what I'm gonna get with Drake. Um, so yeah, that's the order that I would go in. Okay. So um, I no, think that makes sense. Yeah, I think we're going to get ready to get up out of here. Uh, definitely look for us on Instagram. It's uh, the MAA podcast, uh, the MAA podcast. Uh, look for us on there. And yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed this, guys. Yeah, me too, man. Can't yeah. wait to do this again. Me too. Me too. Uh, so I guess we're out and uh, we'll talk to y'all next time. Peace. Deuces.